They might have to, uh, it, there might be like a 5 to 30% refund or restocking fee. Restocking? Oh, because they have to restock it technically on their yeah. end. Uh, all right, I get that. But we'll just, because I got it as loose as possible. So oh, okay. We'll just change just it. Just extend it all the way out. But yeah. Makes anyways, sense. Yeah, it'll work. Makes sense. I get it. I'll, uh, I just need to get a new screw for that collar. Yeah. And then it'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to another episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm Venture. And I'm Hannah. And I'm excited. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a little feisty mm. compared to the morning, I think. Are you? Yeah. What Why do you is think? that? I don't know. I don't know about feisty. We'll just see how this episode goes. Could go either way. But, oh, I know what it is. I think because my list is a little feisty right now because I've had oh, the whole really? day to come up with shit that irritates me and mm. i got to be like... Why do you take these badass kids to restaurants? You know you got to keep them locked in the car while you eat. Something like that. Yeah. You know? What do you think, though? How was your Taco Tuesday? It's been amazing. It's always a vibe. Always good. Yeah. Shout out to Tequila Jacks. Yeah, right. $1.50 tacos. Love Tequila Jacks. You can order 100 and uh, not break the bank. I know. That's a lot of tacos. Can you imagine That's if you order 100 tacos? Yeah. You could feed like half the room. How many people are in there? Oh, no. That means, yeah, no. 70 people would get at least two tacos. You know what I mean? Like 75 people would get at least two tacos. That's pretty much like ordering a round of drinks. You'd be like, give me tacos for everybody, pretty much. And like, mm -hmm. your bill wouldn't be as crazy as you think it is. And gotcha. you'd look really like nice. Like, it would be under $200 to get everyone at least two tacos. Yeah, we should have our wedding reception there. Or even like three. Oh, no, no, no. You would have to do two. You do your math in Swedish? Mm -hmm. Do you do any math in English? No. Even like at work... Because the manager always has to count the money at the end of the day. And then we, the associates, have to count, like double count it to make sure they had it correct. And like, you know, everything is fine. I always count in Swedish. That's awesome. But that's a weird thing. Like I, I still count everything usually in Swedish, whether it's money or I count cars or I count pages, like whatever it is, I count. Whatever I count, it's it's going to be in Swedish. But my everything else is in English. So my dreams are now in English. I dream in English, um, but it's just accounting that's still Swedish. Hmm. If you have an old memory, can it sometimes be in Swedish? Do you ever have dreams where you're like, oh, I was in fifth grade there. I was a little kid. I think if you're in a Swedish setting, you probably have I a think Swedish if, dream. I think if huh? my dream is that I'm like hanging out with someone Swedish or if I am in Sweden, it will most likely be in Swedish, but like just my like my day-to-day -day regular dreams, they will be in English. I don't know what Kino was dreaming about during my nap today, but he was at the foot of the bed fucking something up. Really? Like he was legit like, rah, rah, rah. Like you could tell in his dream, wow. he was like, you knew, rah, rah. Because, like, huh. you know, and like his lips bubble up to him. Like, bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> his like paws were twitching and mm -hmm. stuff. It's like, dude, it's weird because he's always on fire. He's literally sprinting in his dreams. Yeah. You know? It's weird. That's like if you have a kid with super ADHD and you're trying to be like, oh, he doesn't sit still in school. Like, you got to find other ways. You got to yeah. let that kid move. Yeah. You know? You're not going to get him staying still. Same thing with Kino. Mm -hmm. I got to make that real, though. It's crazy how insane he is in the back of the car before his bad. workouts, huh? But that's the thing. Is your kid with ADHD a bad kid? 
what would you call him i'm not saying he's a bad dog i'm just saying that behavior is like wild like it's very like whoa i would say the word would be out of place or yeah. misplaced mm-hmm. we need to be on a ranch we really do need to be out in the middle of afghanistan in the heat of it and he's like oh yeah like there's a time and place for everything i feel mm-hmm. like even like it, i feel like even with you we're still working on it oh 100%. Of, like there's a time and place for everything and like it, we don't always have to be this way like everywhere we go like that's needed sometimes but not always you know tell me how much you agree with this you understand that i might have been born in the wrong era right like what do you mean i think i was a human being that when the vikings came over on a boat rowing and rowing and rowing and they wanted to get down i'm like all right let's do it you know what i mean like, would you want to be a, what would what would be your viking name oh no 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 i'm not i'm i'm killing vikings i'm the viking oh, slayer oh you're That's killing vikings oh, 100%. oh i thought you were part of the vikings no just like kino he's not the biggest guy out there but kino's getting in some ass mm. you know like yeah, give me a nice, good six foot five, six four blonde guy that's coming out like Thor. Just give me a horse, a dog, good bow and arrow. I'll get it right between the eyes every time. Nice. Or like a good hatchet or a tomahawk. See, I'm good at axe throwing. You are the axe I'm, throwing. To champ. be honest with you, if there are if there's any true Vikings around, mm-hmm. I'm one of them because you should see my axe throwing skills. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. It really was impressive compared to your bowling skills. For someone that aims horribly yeah. and like, like even at, I'm getting better at um, what's it called? The darts. Mm-hmm. Getting better at that. I had, I had a bullseye last time we went to Vegas and play darts. Bowling horrendous. Like bowling is bad. I do, I'm not good at bowling at all. But axe throwing. So if anyone tries to fight me, stay away because I will grab an axe or a knife and I will throw it at you. So I should get a couple axes and then throw them around the house in random places. That way, in case there's an emergency, just grab it. Yeah. No, honestly, like I was really good. No, I fuck with you. Next, I want to go back. Yeah, next time we're in Vegas, we'll definitely go back to the axe throwing place. Yeah, that was really fun. I liked that a lot. (laughs) It was funny. But why are you so bad at bowling? I don't know. Big yawn. Are you (sighs) sleepy? I don't know about sleeping. Just like you know, chilling. But I think with bowling. It's it's the because with axe throwing you just throw on top of your head or like on the side of your head. Yeah, you can bowl granny with ways. With bowling, you bring your arm back, and when my when I bring my arm back, I twist it or I don't know what I do with it, but it's not a straight line. Mm-hmm. And I I and even if I try to like be like oh no I have to do it straight like it's gonna be straight this time, and I think I throw it straight, like I really focus in on it, mm-hmm. it ends up not being straight at all. Did you ever throw discus at all? Mm-hmm. you know how you like turn your wrist in the throw and mm-hmm. you got to follow through and get like a flick that's was, how you bowl I was, I was pretty good at wrist uh, uh disc yeah at risk. Mm-hmm. risk that's how you bowl i think you do it and you like flip your wrist and yeah. you're just supposed to do it you know you can go two hands with bowling right no one will make fun of you mm-hmm. you just have to like granny it out there Maybe. i used to do um shot put too i was good at shot put yeah we've talked about that yeah those are, did you ever throw jab yeah oh, i threw jab all, huh? what about hammer yeah Really? Yeah. All of them, huh? We, we we tried all of them when I was in, uh, I was younger, but like, because we all, it was legal in Sweden. I guess here you can't really try all of it um, mm-hmm. at school because there's a danger. But yeah, we tried disc, we tried um, hammer, we tried um, job, shot put. Shot put I actually competed in. Mm-hmm. I didn't compete in the other ones, but I competed in shot put. Filippa, she did um, 
the throwing events. Shout out to Philippa. Right? I miss her. She did uh, throwing events. But yeah, I did. Um, I competed in Chopper. Did you hear how our mics were fucking up maybe like five minutes ago? Yeah. I didn't have that phantom power on. Oh. So remember, next time if you see this setup and those red lights aren't on, those red lights have to be on. Because now it's way better. Yeah. But I hear you were a super thrower. You hear the power? Well, I just hear that sounds a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. You I w- hear the power. You hear the power. <laughs> Speaking of power, did you like my poem? Yeah, that was pretty I'm, cool. I'm a poet, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, I read Hannah a 10-year-old poem, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, more. Because you were, I was what, 11. 12? I was 11 or 12. Yeah. I think it was like sixth grade that I wrote that. And um, yeah, it was just awesome. It was basically saying how I believe that I think I can be the greatest version of myself Mm -hmm. and how i was gonna make all this goddamn money and be super famous and get super good grades you said you're gonna have super good grades you said you were gonna be famous um what else was it i think the only thing i left out was like i'm gonna have a hot wife or Mm. something like that it was basically a very like boy yeah alpha poem that i wrote at 11 though that's weird i think that's what it was is the age the age was so young i was wise though It was a Mm. dope-ass poem but what i want to do is i think i want to get it like kind of looking fancy maybe was it on a piece of paper is that how you got it from your mom no i wrote it on the internet or google docs oh so i turned it in as a google doc oh and Um, your mom still had that yeah or maybe i printed it out and then turned it in physically Mm. that's probably what happened because i was trying to think i was like at at that age did we use like google doc and stuff i don't know yeah i think i probably maybe in the computer lab or something on my account i probably emailed it to my mom printed it out and then Handed it in. Yeah, handed it. Because it literally even had the heading on there. It was like, mm. Mrs. Tarcioni Ventronio. So that was it. But do you think maybe we can get it a little fancy? I like the content. Mm. The reason why I like the content is because it's a paper trail to go. I've kind of always been this way. Yeah. Some of these things I was kind of born with. And mm. then a lot of the things was... Developed. Developed, yeah. Probably like watching Muhammad Ali. Watching mm. like guys like Ray Lewis. Just like always getting after it. But... If we could make it nice and maybe with like a wooden frame, white background, and then maybe like some cursive, do you think we could type it out and maybe see if mm-hmm. we can make, would that be something you maybe would want to hang up or at least hold on to? Yeah. You can hold look at it, it and read it while you're taking a shit on the toilet right in front of it and be like, yeah. I don't know about that one. But I was just throwing it out there. I, I like it. It's something that I'm kind of proud of. And I didn't even know I was doing it because I like it because I didn't plan it. Yeah. You can tell I was just like, it's a school assignment. I give a fuck about it. Probably just wrote it and then thought I was never going to see it again. Mm-hmm. And it got pulled up all these it's years It's kind of like my letter that I wrote in, seven, in uh, seventh grade too. Yeah. And yeah. it's awesome because it seems like it was, that one is cool because it seems like it was meant, it was written for your eyes mm-hmm. to see later. And I really love that. Do you have that letter still? Mm-hmm. I it? think it's one of the, in one of those folders right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want that one because that's important. Yeah. It really did help dictate sort of what you were trying to do. Yeah. It's weird though because I mean obviously I had never been to the U.S. before I wrote that letter. But watching all the shows and like listening to all the music like all that. Keep talking about this because I have um, an amazing transition after you're done. So basically the letter was like we wrote in seventh grade a letter to ourselves that we um, would get back in ninth grade. Because after ninth grade in Sweden you... Um, go to high school basically so you go ninth grade and then you go to high school and they would give us this letter back and in my letter when i got it back um i had written um i don't really know what i want to do in the future but i know that i want to uh live in the u.s and here i am 
Um, but all like I'd never been here before, but all those movies and like the Swedish housewives and like everything American. The Swedish housewives was in America. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, babe. I thought that you guys had your own thing. You guys want to be us so no, bad. No, it's the Swedish Hollywood wives. They live. I didn't know it's that. Swedish ladies I get that it. live here, here in the area. I, I thought that they were living in like Stockholm in a fancy yeah, no. neighborhood, and everybody, you know, I thought it was like no. internal. They live in the area. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, like some live like up in Calabasas, and then um, one funny lady. She lives kind of like down in Dana Point, I think. Is um, the show still going on? No. When did it end? So. Like, what were the years? Where I think a few years ago, but it went on for a while. They also had the New York uh, wives. Um, so it was Swedish women that lived in New York. I never watched that one because I wasn't... I think that, that one was before, like, the Swedish uh, Hollywood wives. Mm-hmm. But I just watched the Hollywood wives. Um, but yeah, like, just watching all of that always, like, drew me to the U.S. And, I mean, looking back, like, a lot of it, like, my thoughts and feelings and just like beliefs about the place obviously wasn't true but um it's still kind of funny seeing that like in seventh grade i knew that i wanted to be here Mm -hmm. and even if i didn't i i truly think that even if i didn't move here with the green card stuff Mm -hmm. i would have probably for sure like study here for like a semester or two or like i somehow like lived here basically just had to get here to me right because <laughs> right. um, i can but keep just like live here for like a longer period of time yeah yeah that's really awesome and i just think that it's really cool that it worked out don't look at that yet hold on oh so i'm sending you a video basically the premise is there's this guy from new york i believe who's going around london with a little microphone and he's asking are they Londoners? Londonites? yeah whatever what do you call it? people english of london people. oh english people uh like what what does london provide to the world or like what is going on like what you know what i mean just like america versus europe Uh so watch the video and then try to get it into like the mic so we can hear it okay but it's a good transition for what you're saying we want to act like the people from london but you're wearing but you guys are dressed like americans air force ones were made popular by nelly in the 2000s and my Air Force Ones, we made that popular. What are you talking about? I'm not understanding. All the drip that y'all rock right now, you're drinking McDonald's drink. <laughs> talking about we want to be like y'all. The sense is not sensing. It's not. It's not. I, I, don't, I need to understand. Tell me one thing that makes y'all dope. Light skin, you know are you black? Yeah. You're black and you're telling me that being light skin is what makes you dope. Yeah. Okay. that's funny so but that that's exactly how i feel walking around sweden Mm. or just anywhere you know what i mean is like explain it to me well i feel like it's different because these girls are trying to claim that like oh uh, new yorkers want to be like people from london yeah but she's out here wearing dunks she's wearing whatever she has the break whatever she's doing um drinking mcdonald's pause though i also don't like when they rag on our style though right oh my god americans are so dirty they're so like they wear sweatpants and hoodies to class and stuff like that which is true but at the end of the day like you got to have your own style i don't Mm. i don't know one brand from the uk that is in everybody's closet pretty little thing oh that's british Mm -hmm. okay anyways like i 
um, what was I saying before you rudely interrupted me? You said that they're not something about like. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they're out here claiming that the New York people want to be like London people, but they're actually dressing like people in New York or like in the U.S. Um, that's totally different than if someone in Sweden or even like in London, let's say, are wearing dunks, but they're also aware that like, oh yeah, that's, those are dunks. Like those are Nikes from the U.S. Like it doesn't have to be a big thing, mm-hmm. but don't don't try to act like something that you're not. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I just don't like that they're... So that's the thing is, yes, you're making fun of us for not being open-minded about the globe, but at the end of the day, you're still using our shit. Mm. So clearly the signals that I'm getting is, oh, London must not have good shoes because they're just using our Nikes. Right. You see what I'm saying? Which I get Nike's a global thing, right. but that's fairly recent. Yeah. You know? And and like I'm very for... Like you don't have to agree with every single thing. Like every brand every country every city every restaurant like everything no matter what it is will have pros and cons clearly Mm. um so like yeah you can say even if you are like you really like nikes you can be like uh i'm not the biggest fan of the air forces but i really like uh the dunks you know what i mean like you can shit on like a pair of nikes or like something but then be like, oh, no, but, but I really like the dunks. Because if you're wearing the dunks or if you're wearing something Nike, you can't fully shit on Nike because, like, you're standing here wearing Nike. You yeah. know what I mean? But, like, if there's a part of Nike that you don't like, if the ma- if it's the management of it you don't like, whatever it is, that's totally fine. You don't have to love every single thing about the company or whatever you're talking about. That's totally fine. But if you're wearing whatever they're producing, clearly – you you also like the company. Yeah. I like that you said everything in this world has pros and cons because when you were gone today at school, oh, shout out to your first day, your last first day of college. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. Thank you. Keep it up. Don't drop out now because at this point, economically, like you might mm-hmm. as well finish it out. You know, yeah. I've already spent so much money. But uh, Storm Chasers mm. was the topic of the flightless birds that I was watching. And they were basically- That's so weird. Storm Chasers. Yeah. Did you ever watch like that show or see any of those YouTube clips? I didn't watch like a show, but I've seen it on YouTube you know where people about, right? like chase tornadoes to get pictures and whatever. Yeah. And just uh, honestly, it is pictures, but also it's just they, some people are addicted to being in the tornado or like so in weird. the shit. They get out of their cars and like look at it. Why? I don't know. It's just their thing. But gotcha. it was super dope because it is important because some people do get amazing documentation of these like super natural disasters that are going on i guess we do kind of learn them some things from it yeah so i guess it's kind of like some people have to go scuba diving so mm-hmm. that they can videotape and take pictures of like sharks and shit like that so but the thing that was um like the biggest thing apparently they had this super well a there's an average of 1200 tornadoes in america every single year what? did you know that so across the Great Plains. It's like a thousand of them somewhere like in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's literally, I think All 99% of them, babe, are like in that Oklahoma yeah. area, part upper Texas, yeah. like through Georgia, that area that goes through, Louisiana. The reason why I guess America has so many tornadoes is because of the way that it's placed on our globe, like the way it's positioned on the hemisphere, it's the cold air from the top mixing with the like equator warm air mm. at that point that they mix that's where the tornadoes end right. up happening 
And I think obviously uh, we're familiar with like cyclones and big storms like that, but cyclones are over water, tornadoes are over land. Mm -hmm. This is just a weird spot on like the longitude and latitude to where like, yeah, it happens over water here, but this just happens to be over land where like the air gets covered. But the guy that they interviewed, so he went out there and I guess he didn't get any storm. You know that guy, David Ferrier? Yeah. He did it, but he didn't get to go on any storm chasing because I guess the weather was perfect out there and you know, you can't like predict a storm. But a month before he got there, a town got hit with two tornadoes in like the same month. Oh, like no. devastated. Literally the town of 600 people. Like oh, back to back months just boom, ripped through their town. Uh, I don't know if anybody died, but he was able to go up and interview, like just knock on somebody's door and they started chatting. And he was like, yeah, you should go to speak to my neighbor. We were all in the storm shelter together, like on each property probably has one. This guy took his like horse or his donkey and hid out in a hundred-year-old farm. Like, it was his house, and then right next to his house is obviously, like, an old-ass farm. Oh. And, um, yeah, he hid out in it. Damn. And the old guy, like, lived and survived That's in the crazy. tornado, like, legit. But it took out, Did like, the his house. Survive? Yeah, I think oh. his horse survived. But it's, like, an old guy. He was, like, in his 70s, yeah. 80s. And uh, it took, like, part of his house out, and it took um, his, like, I guess the farm next to it out. Oh, no. His newer one was, like, ripped out, but the yeah. old one stayed. And it was really cool because David was like, hey, why do you live here? What's going on? Right. What's your deal? Like, why don't you move? Basically, like, what you say. Like, why would you live in Florida? Why would you ever live in Oklahoma? Yeah. What's going on? Why would you live in California? And the old guy was basically saying the same thing that you said was, no matter where you go, there's going to be pros and cons. Right. Here it just happens to be wild tornadoes that come through, but I love my neighbors, mm. everything's quiet, like this right. and that. I thought about moving up to Alaska or Montana or somewhere like that, but you might get killed by a grizzly bear. Right. Right? Yeah. You live we live here in Long Beach, we might get killed by some a person. You mm. know, you might get killed by a homeless guy stabs you or something like that, right? Like, yeah. Things are pretty wild no matter where you are. So there's always pros and cons. Let's say you move to America, right? What's a con? You're really far away from your family. Mm. But it has all these things that you like, but now we have to travel pretty yeah. great distances to be with, you know, loved ones. I feel like when it comes to pros and cons, I'm very good at seeing pros and cons and um, not having one take over the other. You tend to be extremely positive about things. Yeah. To where you don't acknowledge the negative. Mm-hmm. And I'm not... And like... I'm not saying that you need to focus on the negative and be in, not at all. Like, please don't. Cause if everything is so negative, why are you here? Why do you think that is? But I feel like it's always good to be like, you and I are very appreciative of where we live. We love the area we live in. Um, it feels safe. There's great walking for Kino. There's running. Like there's so, it, I, I really like the area we're in, but there are still, negatives if you know if you want to bring an argument you know you have to bring out the pros and the cons Mm -hmm. you tend to be very positive about things and almost like ignore the negatives yeah like that funny thing on your lip i just ignore that or that funny thing on your forehead i just ignore that (laughs) and then i just see your beautiful face right but go ahead um but i i don't know because i feel like if you with you it's very one or the other So Mm -hmm. I feel like if you start to dig into the negative, it can get very negative really fast. But if you stay on the positive, you're like, okay, well, I'll just stick to the positive then. Yeah. So why do you ask me to go to the negative? 
and just start ripping no, it apart. No, because I think it's a good quality to have to still not focus on the negative, but you know, still be like, you know, I really like this, I like that, I like that, but still acknowledge the fact that there's still because no place is perfect. You know what I mean? No, yeah. no person is perfect. No. Uh, item of clothing is perfect no you know, nothing will really be perfect do you have any places that you deem as close to perfect as you can because i have like two or three perfect couple places that are perfect in my opinion hermosa beach is perfect mm. for me i could just right there in that little area it's perfect for mm. me um there's a couple spots in montana that mm. i think are very perfect I think for me, when it comes to places, they bring me different things. Okay. Um, if I want to relax, if I want to, you know, like not bother, be bothered, I would go to like a forest in Sweden or something. Mm-hmm. Um, if I want to be like in a busy area where things are going on, I would go to like downtown LA where I would go to like the center of, of Gothenburg. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like places bring me different things so i have a hard time saying that okay well this place is perfect because a place that gives me a lot of peace and quiet doesn't bring me the busyness yeah um and i think a perfect place would have everything um and there are a few places like that for me i think you're different from me because you are very people focused Mm. and i'm like geography focused to the ten thousandth degree when i see a place like when i get to hilo hawaii i go oh, this is a pretty close to perfect spot. This is paradise. I really fuck with this area. Whereas you might be like, yeah, yeah, this is great, but what about the people? Like, Mm. what about the connections that I have? Because I don't think I connect with people the way you connect, but I connect with the earth, Mm. really. That might be why I connect with animals as well, too. Yeah. What do you think about that? Like, I you love Kino. Kino's awesome, stuff like that, but I have... I'm like linked to him and I definitely feel because you guys are very similar. I feel a strong chemistry to where like he gets it and I get it. I, I like dealing with him more than I like dealing with you because I have certain things that I can do to where he goes, Oh yeah, I already know what's going on. And he does certain things where I go, there's all this nonverbal. Like you don't have to reason. You don't have to like communicate really like in that sense. Yeah. And it's not like me controlling him or him. Sometimes he controls me. Mm. It's like, just him standing at his bowl and knowing that he doesn't have to make a fuss. He just kind of has to look. And then within several seconds, I go, oh, yeah, you're out of water, man. Like, thanks for letting me know. Or he goes to the door and he just kind of like sniffs Stands. at it. You know what I mean? And he looks at you and he's like, let's go take a shit. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Or I can just be really quick. Something so subtle as like me putting my hands in my pocket. He's already like, what's up? Mm. Like, what do you got food? Are we playing with a toy? Like, stuff like that I love. You and I have a good connection, but our brains are so different. They're very different. God. But as different as they are, it is very... I think we get there fast, and we're also able to be like, hey, before I get frustrated, like let's just walk each other through it. I think they I think they match well for being so different. I agree. I still think they match very well. Because mm-hmm. I think qualities that I have, I'm able to like give to you, and then qualities that you have, you're able to give to me. Um, and we can like bounce off of each other. Sometimes I feel, I don't, I wouldn't say I feel like a failure, but maybe I feel like I'm not doing as good as I could have with maybe gifting you certain qualities. Like I feel like I haven't changed you at all. Does that, mm. or maybe that's just because I'm like 
so focused on the things that you aren't I, doing? No, What's I... What's like one or two things that I've helped with? Well, I think um, it's not a like an instant thing of like it happens overnight. I think you'll see it in in everything that I do. So it gets spread out. I think that's why you don't see like a drastic change because mm-hmm. it's kind of spread out like in many different areas. Um, so I think that's what it is because I feel like you've t- you've helped me with a lot of things. Um, I feel like with the with confidence, not that you gave me confidence, uh, but just helping me understanding that like you're good like you can be confident you can show that you're confident um things like that and just be proud of yourself be proud of your accomplishments yeah um you know verbalizing that and vocalizing that or just like just internalizing that more than i used to do that's something you really helped me with i i would agree with that and i think actually now that you bring that up it's a no-brainer yeah because I think I'm so focused on the next thing yeah. that I just forget that you used to be like the, don't take a picture of me. Mm-hmm. Or like, can I not order? I didn't want to order stuff on the phone. I'd yeah. rather just do it on the website. Super like non-confrontational and this mm-hmm. and that. And then it's the point now where I'm like, I let you know, like, hey, can we have a meeting today? Because mm-hmm. I need to sit here and have some things on my chest. We need an uncomfortable conversation. Something is not... It's like gears on a bike. You know that little sprocket that spins and then the chain goes along it and it hits every hole perfectly, right? Sometimes, fuck, it's like the chain is clicking a little bit. It's mm-hmm. making weird noises and I have to be like, hey, can we get this fixed? Right. And not argue about it. Right. But like just talk about it. Yeah. It's very mature. Yeah. I think our relationship is so ahead too. Mm-hmm. Like, Even uh, today when I met with um, the girl that I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. She was, we were just talking, like catching up a little bit. And she was like, you and your boyfriend have been together for a long time, right? And I was like, yeah, like five years. And she was like, well, congrats. That's like really good. I was like, a really good job. And I was like, oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think what makes us different is the constant growth, Mm -hmm. the never ending growth of, yeah, there's couples that have been together 30 years, but how much have they grown within those 30 years? And it's, it's nice because not all couples grow separately while they're in a couple yeah you i feel like you and i have also grown very much separately like on our own like as individuals um to then eventually grow in our couple you know what i mean but like that doesn't happen with all couples but i feel like you and i have done really well because i think we also kind of not use each other but we help each other out in areas where we see like oh here's my it might be a flaw or something that we can work on. Um, and that also leads to us individually growing. And then because we both in individually grow and like become better, I think our relationship becomes a lot better too. Yeah. Could you imagine waking up uh, tomorrow and you have a date in the evening? You have to go sit across another young man and ask him like what his favorite color is where he's from i mean even like today in school like when we because we do those icebreakers like get to know you whatever they're like oh like talk to your neighbor and like not to be rude but like i really don't care like I, like i'll talk to you like you're chill like you're fine but like can you imagine doing that to like get to know someone mm-hmm. because you want like a connection with them and like a, a relationship with them i could never yeah. i will be like i do not care like oh what do you want to do what do you like doing for fun 
I think I don't care. I think part of the joke when I say if you died, I'd go to Stockholm or Gothenburg and get like another pretty blonde woman. Because I can at least have like, uh, instead of starting on level zero, at least I can start on level three. Mm. I can be like, hey, I know a little bit about Sweden. Right. Like I know a little bit about what you're about. I don't have to go like Wisconsin. I've never been there. Florida. I've never been to that part. Like I can kind of zero in and be like, oh, here's a unique experience. You're in America. I've kind of seen what this generally looks like. Mm -hmm. We can kind of fast forward a little bit. Yeah. But don't die. I'll try not to. Oh, I got to do my life insurance. Oh, yeah, you do. (laughs) So we'll do that after this episode. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, what did I? What else did I have though? What were we talking about? Growth, all that other good stuff. Oh, the last thing, no, was just um, yeah, like growing fast. Mm. It's so strong. It's so mature. Yes. Ooh, excuse me, burp. Ooh. It's those tacos coming up on mm. me. We've been together five years, right? But the amount of stuff that we've accomplished in five years mm-hmm. has laid a foundation that I think is going to continue to flourish for the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's such a solid bedrock. I get it. You get it. Understanding. And you get to evolve and things like that. And it's just really beautiful. And I feel like with us, I I feel like we, not just because we're both still very young, but I think constantly growing is very important, whether you are 50 or you're 23. Um, but, we, I th- feel like we both have a good understanding of like, neither you or I are done yet with our growth. Mm-hmm. We still have a lot, whether it's like personal or career or whatever it might be, like there is still so much growth to do. Um, And I feel like you and I both have that understanding that like, just because I feel like you're not perfect in this area, it's okay because we still have time to grow. Mm-hmm. Just like, there are things I am not perfect in probably, you know, will probably never be perfect, but you know, there are things that I need to work on or want to work on. And there's so much time still, like we don't have to be a finished product right now. We're so early. Which gives me a lot of peace because I know that like, I still have so much time to learn and to grow. Like I will keep growing and learning all throughout my life. That shit doesn't stop. And just like with you, with some things that I can get frustrated with, with you, I have to understand that like, well, shit, this guy's only known this, these things for like less than five years. It'll take a little bit of time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel that. So the biggest thing that we're working on right now, as far as me trying to help you is accountability. Mm-hmm. So just as laser focused I was with confidence several years ago, I'm seeing the same uh, deficiency. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've been so hell-bent and so bitchy. I feel like it would be more consistency than accountability. Okay, yes. Yeah, sorry. So accountable to yourself, consistency, all that. When you say you're going to do something, whether it's for yourself or with somebody else, it needs to get done. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to get, oh, I can work out tomorrow. Oh, I can uh, do that project the other day, right? You need to be – I was completely opposite. I was so inaccountable to schoolwork. Because I knew that that didn't serve my overall purpose. That wasn't going to help me create the process that I'm looking to become a successful young man. But what was? The workouts were. The this was. The consistently showing up. I think I'm actually so consistent that sometimes you're like, you're overbearing. You need to go get away from me. Right. Because I make a pillar like, hey, be present with Hannah. 
right? And you're like, go away, shoo, like go do something else. Take the dog out, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. go for a drive, do whatever you need to do. But there's so much just like raw energy that I have bouncing around. Like how many guys do you know, I was thinking about it, that have done, had made like a career in extreme jet skiing, right? torn their body out and then been like, okay, yeah, no, I'm going to, we're going to do finance as well. And just like the amount, that's two different human beings Mm -hmm. that are able to kind of just be combined into one guy. I guarantee you, you know, the jet ski guys, they're not going into the office and Mm -hmm. talking big numbers and having a good time and really helping people. And flip side, nobody in that office is going to step foot out on the water and go haul ass 60 miles an hour on the waves, you know? Not on the lake, on the big boy. Ocean. Yeah, yeah, like catching it. So accountability, consistency. So that's what I want to say is the way I look at it, and your word is consistency. Mine is, I'll transition it to consistency, but like being accountable. Really not beating yourself up when you don't make it, but you want to get it done. Mm-hmm. Because you know that if you like work out. Like doing your best to actually get it done. Yeah, working out one day isn't going to yield that large of a result. Right. But if you put a week together and you put a couple weeks together and then a couple months and then it becomes a strong habit, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck, these 5Ks are nothing. Remember that last 5K you ran with me before you kind of tweaked your hamstring or something like that? We fucking sprinted the whole mm-hmm. 5K damn near. Kino was in like a full stride for the whole thing, right? You're able to do it. Mm. There's no reason. Like I said, with our running, you should be able to... I don't know about keep up with like my fast pace. Don't go crazy when I go because I'm using just raw testosterone and muscles to like get it through. But when we're rolling, you you at your weight, because think about it, I'm carrying an extra hundred pounds Mm -hmm. on you damn near. Like, so proportionally it works. Like there's a lot of power, but you're like a light car with a a small engine, but it's able to go. I'm a bigger car with more power, but you got to pull that weight, Mm -hmm. right? So that's just how you look at it. Tell me. Are you seeing kind of the light? Like, are you seeing, is it clicking? Are those fuses starting to wire together to where you go, ooh, yeah. I think for me, I think um, before it's been very, you need to do it at this time. Um, You need to be doing this workout at that time. And if you don't do it at five in the morning, your day goes to shit. Now, both you and I have switched it a little bit to where it doesn't have to be at five in the morning. If you have a busy day, probably get it done early in the morning because you want to make sure you get it done, but get it done. And I think that is more of, um, it gives me a little more peace knowing that like, I don't have to push my body to the max every single time. As long as I do my best for that day, whether that is at 7 a.m. or at 3 p.m., whatever it is, whether it is an actual like heavy workout where I lift, do this and that, or if I go for a light jog and I stretch, whatever I can do that is my best that day, that's all I can ask for myself and for my body. Um, and I feel like that is giving me, because I feel like when when I had that pressure on myself and like just on us to do it at this time and we have to do this workout and go hard, 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 it it just gave me a lot of mental stress to try to keep up with that. Even on days where I was like, I don't know if I can do it. Both physically, I don't know if I can wake up. 
Um, and just like physically, like my body, my body's tired from doing this five times, five days in a row. Obviously your body gets tired, but there was like a stress of like, I have to still do it. Now I feel like you and I have gotten a little bit more healthy in the way of like looking at what can my body handle today? And like actually being true to yourself of like, can I handle more than I think, um, then do that. But I do feel like it's so weird with me too, because I really want to work out. Like there, there are times where I'm like, Oh, I really want to work out. I really want to like do deadlifts. Like, cause I really do enjoy working out. Like I even, I miss track every single day, pretty much. Like there's like times where I'm like, Oh, I really want to be active oh do you want to do more track like workouts i love track yeah you, i you love gotta track. say something i, I love track i don't want to put my body through that pain anymore of like a decathlon workout yeah but, um yeah we can go hit some like let's jog the curves yeah the yeah like, no i i mean i love even like when i if i've been out alone running intervals i love doing intervals they yeah. suck but they like i prefer that to running a 5k um but like every single day I think I think about working out and I'm like, oh, I really want to work. I really enjoy working out. But we've talked about this before. It's just like getting there. That's like so hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like now because we don't have to do it at five in the morning, it's easier for me to get there and then like actually get my workout in. Yeah, I see that. Some options that we can do that I'm totally open to, babe, are... We can train for events like that. Like we don't have to train for the Olympics mm-hmm. per se, but if you want to do some sort of a like a triathlon mm-hmm. where there's some running, some stuff, or something on a track, like there's all comers stuff that we can go to to where mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're not trying to compete with any like high school or college dudes, but maybe there's some sort of like a relay. It doesn't have to be track and field, but something that can still get us that same kind of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Where you, you know, you train for something and now we have like, oh, it's the race day. It might be a Spartan race or something like that. Do you see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, babe? Where it's like, hey, we have this Spartan race. It's coming up in a month or two. Mm -hmm. We should train for it and make sure it's not boring. That way we're prepared and you see your hard work pay off. Right. I think you need to see your hard work pay off a little Mm -hmm. bit. Is that what it is? Not. I think that's also like how, like when I fall off working out easily because I... Like it takes a while for me to, let's say, gain weight because I have a hard time gaining weight. It, like it just takes longer for me to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I so, saw this meme today that was like, did you, I sent it to you. If your farts don't smell bad, it's because you're not getting enough protein. Oh my God, bro. I saw that. <laughs> um, but like, let's say with gaining weight, that just takes a lot longer for me than for other people, let's say. Um, but there have been times like last summer, I keep going back to last summer, like I really enjoyed not that I don't enjoy the way I look right now I look perfectly fine but I really enjoyed the like just the effort that I had put in uh then because I it it showed like I could physically see a difference and I felt the difference um but now let's say like I'm trying to get back to that I'm like after two weeks I'm like I don't see a difference so I fall off yeah and I think I feel like that's like my biggest issue with working out, um, I just have a hard time just seeing the goal and like seeing the end of it. I feel like I'm with that. A oh, the top comment on that video back to the London thing, uh, where he was roasting all those bitches. 
It said the top comment was the only thing that the British have started a trend. It said like the British haven't started a trend since colonization. That was kind of funny, huh? Yeah. Long time ago. But, um, oh, on this list here, I have uh, some pretty spicy topics. You want to hear them? Mm -hmm. So this is basically, I'm going to cross the line, okay? Like, we're going to figure it out. Oh, don't hit that wire. Do you have like a wire that's buzzing or something? No, it's fine. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, let me know. Are you ready? I'm mm -hmm. excited. But let me know when I cross the line and we'll figure it out. Uh, oh, I had a dream that you agreed to a threesome with some middle-aged lady over on the peninsula. Ew. Do you want to hear how this happened? Was we were in this old truck or whatever. I think it was my truck. And we were driving at nighttime and we looked up at one of those tall three-story buildings and we saw some lady like bouncing um, naked, like on her husband or something on their balcony way at the top. And then we were watching them. We're like, oh my God, look at them. That's crazy. And then they saw us and I don't think my truck was starting or something. So she was able to run all the way down mm. her thing. And then she came in and she was like kind of really touchy feely, mm. really on me, this and that. And, um... She was like, come on, baby. Like, you want to go? You want to go? And I was like, you need to talk to her about that. Because, mm -hmm. like, I was like, I'm down. But, like, you got to talk to her about that. And then you were like, sure. And I think you said it in a way to be, like, testing me. Like, not testing, like, am I loyal or faithful? You were like, yeah, sure. You want to do this? Like, kind of like when a kid's like, I'll go jump off the bridge. Sure, do it. And mm -hmm. then they're like, oh, shit, now I have to do it. Never mind. Yeah, and I remember I felt it and I was like, oh, I don't really want to fuck this old lady. Like, I was just mm -hmm. talking up a good game. And then she got in the truck and I think we started driving, like it started. And then obviously I wake up, like I never get to finish on anybody or anything mm. like that. But what do you think about that? Uh, that was uh, drawing the line. That was past the line? Yeah. <laughs> How was that past the line? It wasn't that bad. It was a little much. It could get way worse. All right. Next thing on here. Something about wheelchair muscle ups. No, I'm not going to send that. Um... Oh, I was getting chased by the fire truck on my way to get you today. Here in SoCal, we don't give a fuck about police sirens. We don't care about ambulances or fire about? trucks. When they're going, the inconvenience that you feel, I don't know about you, but I'm like, hurry up. Like, really? They better be dead. Like, what's going on? Is it? I think it's only you. I was by your job over by In-N-Out and then the second of PCH and I was turning left. And the guy was literally like, stop. It was like two cars behind me. And I was like, come on, dude. Like, really turn that off. What are you doing? And then I realized that he's, I don't know. I just treat him like people. Mm. I don't really give him the respect I feel like they deserve. Yeah. Because I remember in Texas or even in Vegas, you pull all the way over and you stop. But here it's kind of like they barely get by and then you like get right behind mm. them and you like start going at a full speed yeah. with them. What do you think? I feel like in Sweden, at least like not from what I remember, at least you don't really pull over the way you do here. Here you like actually pull over. Like for me, compared to Sweden, mm -hmm. I every time I hear uh, like sirens or someone's behind me, I always pull over like on the side of the street. But I don't really I honestly do not remember Sweden hmm. like us. I'm sure like you just get in the right lane and then like kind of make you room might kind of like make room for them at least. But like you don't stop stop completely i don't think at least speaking of traffic in sweden i'm scared to cross the streets kind of in downtown yeah. gothenburg are you scared too because it doesn't make sense sometimes you can get like whacked by one of those 
trams. Or... Well, yeah, but that's usually because there's no crosswalk. Yeah. So if you don't use the crosswalk, then it's like, come on up. Yeah, and it's just like stones on the ground too. And I'm like, I don't know what these mean. Like, mm. You know what I mean? It's just the whole vibe. Because here you can just, you know what to do. It makes sense. But everything's so old there that kind of doesn't go in a straight line. There's mm. random curves, this and that. And yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, let's see if this crosses the line. My story yesterday. Remember, um, the girl was like, gentlemen, if your girlfriend can take the pain of a tattoo, she can take it up the butt. All mm. right. Like, don't let her cap. Mm -hmm. All right. What do you think about that? Um, that's very individual. Um, I wouldn't say that that applies to all girls with tattoos. But what about you? No. I'm not one of those girlies. You're not an up the butt girl? No. All right. That I'm happens. Not. Now, other question. Um, your sister was like, hey, why did he post that or something like that? Mom and dad are going to see it, right? <sighs> so what? The whole point is authenticity mm -hmm. the whole point is real and raw don't clam up on me stay open you've been very open this whole time yeah, i'm open um when we're talking about the story that i posted right and your how do you how do you say it without like name dropping obviously well because i so feel like and so no, no no here it is i got it right here i posted my story so-and-so sent you something that basically was like, what would your parents think? Right? You should take that down because what would your parents think? That's fine. No. Well, because um, she was the only one that sent it. You know what I mean? Totally. But I'm talking about um, the mentality, mm. the mindset behind it. How does that help? I mean, I didn't really like it that you posted it because people are going to be like, oh, who are who is Hannah? Like, I didn't like I feel like you tagged me in random shit that I don't like approve of. Was it? And why do you have to? My question is, is was it funny? Not really. Did you get why it was funny? Not really. Really? Like, I was like, what? Like, I didn't really get okay. it. Yeah, I didn't really get it. So I thought it was hilarious. I did not at all. I like didn't even like react. And so my question is, is like if, or let's just say it's something hilarious then, which if I thought it was funny and the person who posted it thought it was funny, I think there's a group of, a demographic of people that thinks it's funny, right? So I don't like reality TV, but I don't say that nobody should watch reality mm -hmm. TV. I just let that be. But why do you tag me in it? Oh, well, I couldn't be, because I wanted everyone to know the specific asshole that I was talking about. Shut up. I, and that's the problem. Why is that the problem? Because I don't want them doing that. So here's the thing. I think a video of me fucking you in the asshole would have been pretty crazy, <laughs> but we can't even talk about it. Well, that's not a talk about it. You and I can talk about it. Yeah. But why would you post it with my name? Mm -hmm. That's that's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that it's weird. I get that. It, oh, and I definitely get it. You understand I'm doing this on purpose. Like, I get it. Trust me, I know what's correct to do and what's not correct to do. I just choose to do what I want. You know what I mean? So I thought this was funny. When I go and hit like post on my story, I go, here's the criteria. Do you think it's funny? Mm -hmm. I think it's fucking hilarious. You post it then, Venture. Well, you can post it, but don't tag me and stuff like that. Okay. To, to where it becomes very personal about like, 
Hannah's butthole. You know what I mean? Like that's funny. Though. If you tag me in a video of a Malinois, mm-hmm. that's fine. Like that's you know we get that because people already, I post him on the you know what I mean? Like that's fine. But if it becomes like about like boobs, vaginas, buttholes, like things like that, it's where it's a lot more private. That's where it becomes. But why different. is it private? Do you feel insecure? I don't, I don't talk to everyone on my Instagram about what I do. Are you with a partner? You know what I mean? And like I said, definitely maybe don't put a video of a blowjob on there. That's pretty crazy. But a video talking about blowjobs, why? Are there well, people Yeah, but you're not just talking about do I like anal or not? Like right now you're talking about Hannah has a tattoo, which means that she can take it in the butt. You know what I mean? That's funny, isn't it? That's It becomes a lot more personal. <laughs> that's why it was funny, I think. That's why I laughed because I thought about you as soon as I saw that. And I was like, this fits for my life right now. But well, it doesn't. Also, I'm not trying to fuck you in the ass, too. But it's just a funny scenario. And I think it's relatable for most guys, too, because it's like... If the only thing, the only reason guys aren't plugging up every hole that they can possibly, your ears, your mouth, your nose with dick is because you say no. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it's just funny because it was relatable. So Mm. I felt like, hey, this kind of represents my people right now. So I decided to post it on my story. It was fun. It was one of those things that I can wrestle at, wrestle at and i like put you in it Mm. because you were in a circle you weren't getting made fun of we were making fun of the situation together gotcha so i want to get to the meat and potatoes of having the pressure of other people's opinions dictate what you want to do do you see what i'm saying so talk about that without getting specific the only thing that you can definitely leave out names or i'll cut them out Mm. But this is a strong topic that I really care about. Mm-hmm. Too many motherfuckers are going, what do my parents think? Yeah. Instead of what do you want to do? What is your goal right now? What are other people going to think? I think I'm getting better at um, not when it, when it comes to my life and what I want to do. Not really worrying about too much about other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like before I used to be very, oh my God, what is my, what are my friends going to say? What is some random pe- person on the street going to say? Do you yeah. hear that? Yeah. I thought that was your stomach. No. Might okay. be one of your It wires. might be fine now. Yeah. Um, you know, like wh- what are my parents going to say? Like things like that. Um, now I don't, sometimes I might still feel like. Let me not post my nipples because, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really, that's yeah. a little much. Um, but other than that, I'm, I've am i gotten so much better at just being, I don't really care. Like, I, if it returns to my, if it pertains to my life and you don't get affected by what I do, um, it doesn't really matter, you know? Move your wires away. Maybe touch a wire on your thing. Clearly, this is something that we're going to have to move into, you know, another okay, maybe episode. Right but move it off the thing. Like, just set it down. That way you're not kicking cords and stuff. And it's our setup that's kind of fucked up right now. But the reason why I wanted to, I wanted to take something so taboo of, like, us, me fucking Hannah in the ass, that <laughs> topic, right? And speak about it 
the importance of, hey, if this is something you want to talk about, you're free to talk about it. However, don't not talk about it because it's dirty or it's deemed as something that's crazy. Yes, I'm not going to put a video of me fucking my girlfriend in the ass because that's not something that I probably want to see the guy next to me posts. But if it's a joke about it, that's totally cool. What mm. I definitely don't want is someone to go, oh, yeah, I think it's funny, but what would my parents think? What would right. my grandma think? What right. would this think? Fuck that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, whose life is it that you're living? Right. Right? So that's kind of where I was where you – I really wanted to know your perspective because I understand my perspective is if I'm thinking it, I know there's got to be – other people out there that are thinking it, that are worried about it or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're kind of battling this thing that I'm battling where it's really crazy because I'm not battling it with my parents because my parents, (laughs) our family dynamic is quite damaged Mm. in the fact that whoever's paying gets to call the shots. Right. You see what I'm saying? So venture, you do whatever the fuck you want, drugs, smoke crack on the street. As long as you pay for it. As long as you're paying for it. Mm. All right. That's the code that kind of the culture lives by. Your dynamic is a little bit different. You know what I mean? So it's almost like, and your parents are great people. I I really love them. They're awesome. But it's something that we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. If there was an issue of like, oh, I didn't like that so-and-so posted that, or I didn't like that so-and-so said it. Don't try to stop me. Right. Because that's really going to take the genie out the bottle. You Mm. see what I'm saying? So it doesn't, and I live by this so deep into my soul that it's not that I dislike your parents. It's just I'm not going to let another human being on this earth try to dictate what the fuck I do within my rights and freedoms. I think with my, with my family, it's more like they don't, they don't try to stop you from doing something, but they would want to be in the know. They want to know why did you post it. Um, again, not trying to stop you from doing anything, but they just want to have an understanding of what's going on and why. Yeah. Um, um, but that's it. Like, why did you post it? Or why are you doing this? Why? Not necessarily to stop you, just to just be in the know a little bit more. Oh, so it's a why. So here's my thing. Last thing that I want to talk about is that open line of communication then, instead of judging, just throw out that why then. As long as that why is there, I'll let you know 10 times out of 10. If, mm-hmm. if I did something that I stand by, I go, why did you do that? Sometimes I'll be like, oh, because it was entertaining. Is yeah. that enough? Like, oh, because it was funny. Right. Oh, because this is how I was feeling. I was feeling upset about this, so that's why I said that. Yeah. Or I was feeling happy about this, so that's why I said that. Yeah. Just flat out and then i mean there might be follow-up questions but if you're just like i thought that video was funny Uh uh-huh okay like but then it could be like well did hannah think it was funny or did this person think it was funny um if that video is directed towards like that video was directed towards me Uh uh-huh not really but kind of so then it's more of like now you have to take your uh feelings and how you feel about this video into consideration and then also mine, mm. um, which you might have stopped after you in that video. I don't know. But um, I think I wouldn't take you somewhere that I, God damn it, these fucking wires, wires. This might be time to call it. All right, right. One more thing. 
I'm going to close on, I wouldn't take you somewhere that I knew I couldn't get you out of. Mm. That's the trust that I think I'm looking to have from you. Yeah. Is And definitely communicate it. Don't blindly follow me into off a cliff. Mm. But I'm not going to do something that I can't defend. I'm not just going to yeah. put something wild out there. I'm not going to take you into the ocean without knowing how strong the current is. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. What do you think? I'd agree with that. And I hope you can communicate that with me too. I want to, do we need like a code word for more taboo topics that I'm going to bring up? Told you I had some things I wanted to talk about. We don't have to name names, but there's situations that like I want to get down. I want to talk about. I want to mm -hmm. hash through that A, they're interesting and B, I think they're really relatable. Yeah. So I don't want to keep anything from the people that. Yeah. Like maybe not my like bank account codes and stuff like that, but yeah, we'll look into that. Anal sex, we can talk about that every episode. Right? We'll look into that. All right. Well, yeah. This has been Natural Thoughts and Talks, and I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.